I put so much pressure on New York when I first moved here in 2011. So I moved here six months after I graduated from college. And I was like, I am coming to New York to make it. I want to be a star. I want to be on Broadway. I want to be a film actress or I want to be on television. Honestly, I would have taken anything. And what I didn't realize about this whole process of manifesting your dream is most of my energy at the time was planning for this thing to happen, putting so much pressure on this place to make me who I wanted to be, not realizing that it was already within me. So needless to say, I was planning to come to New York. And by planning, I mean, bartending at home to prepare for the bartending job that I had to have in New York if I wanted to be an actress. And that was at the Yankee Doodle Tap Room in Princeton, New Jersey. I had an overstarched, oversized shirt. I was bartending alongside like two 60-year-olds who had been there for a combined like 80 years, no joke. And I was serving like four drinks an hour. So it wasn't quite the preparation I needed for the New York bar scene, which I just threw myself into the frenzy of like five people deep, the sparkler burns, bringing like bottles to tables and just kind of the drunken shenanigans that you encountered every single day. And instead of being cast in like what I wanted to be like an NBC drama, maybe some Law and Order, I definitely cast myself in my own like melodrama <laughs> marked by like wild dating, a circus, truly. Anyone dating right now? Anyone find it Don't interesting? Be shy. Hands yeah. are halfway up. We're like, are we? Yeah. <laughs> We're like, we don't the know. moment I, there was a moment that I was like, oh, I'm doing this wrong. I was, it was like when Tinder entered the chat. Remember that time when you're like, whoa, okay. So I don't have to leave my bedroom to do this. And I realized that I went out on a date with someone that my roommate, a guy, my best friend was on Grindr and also was talking to the same guy. And I was like, this is just, I don't know if I'm doing this right at all. And New York just kind of kept feeding me these chaotic moments because I was used to the chaos. I was used to being dysregulated in my nervous system and used to just feeling like I always had something to do better, this fight or flight response. And it was marked at the end of my time in New York by like this biblical event where I got bed bugs. And I was like walking around New York with a full body of what I thought was an allergic reaction to alcohol. And it was really just bed bugs over the months. But it was just such a, a moment of contrast for me. And when I look back, I know that God, that spirit was just planting these certain moments in between these chaotic ones to remind me of what is true and to remind me that I don't need to be doing the most and trying to reach outside of myself to know who I am. And one of those moments was when I was working at my bartending job and my husband walked in. He's here in the back. Everyone That's our guy. <laughs> and I felt a peace and calm. And I was like, oh, this is weird. I don't know this feeling at all. But I really believe like God's spirit is really reminding us all the time of how you can feel, reminding you of the surrender and the letting go that must happen 
in order to really create the life that you love. So New York, needless to say, has been quite an up and down and all around, but it has been a beautiful coming home. And yeah, I'm just so happy to be here. Meanwhile, in Long Island City at the same time, I have moved to Long Island City for love, which didn't work out, but it was working out then kind of. So I was in Long Island City and I just wanted to find my purpose. I was like, I need to find my purpose. I hated the corporate world. I was like the one that was in the cry room all the time. I was like so dramatic. I was like, why are we here past five? We don't need to be here. Like Everyone's done with work. Like the worst person to manage truly hell on earth. And I just was desperate to find something like I wanted to find connection to spirit, to source, whatever. And so that led me to do drugs on the weekend. <laughs> I was like, I want to feel something. So I was doing Molly all the time. And I'll never forget one time in Long Island City, I was at the grocery store with my then husband and we're walking around and I was like, my priorities then were being thin. You guys know my body journey story, just someone that was obsessed with how I looked and then also finding spirit. So I looked in my purse and I was like, oh my God, here's a diet pill. I'm going to pop a diet pill because we're grocery shopping as you do. Wasn't a diet pill. It was Molly. So we're at the grocery store and I'm starting to like feel the vibe. I'm like, yo, what's up? Like feeling it. And we get home and he's like playing music. He used to like DJ at home. I know, cold. So he'd be like DJ and I was like, he stopped. I'm like, don't stop. And I was like, I'm tweaking right now. Like I was like, dude, I'm rolling. Then I was like, fuck, that was Molly in my purse. The scariest feeling ever is to be in a studio apartment on a Monday evening, rolling your face off with like nothing to do. But I was like desperate. So I made him play music for like 12 more hours. And I like sat on the floor as I was desperate to get over my Molly role. But my second thing in New York was really soul cycle. was like, I found soul cycle. I thought I found my thing. I was like, I want to be an instructor. I want to be up front. I want to be like have abs and all of that stuff. And I thought it was my purpose. I would be on the subway riding to soul cycle at 5 a.m. in Phi Dye because I had a friend that got me free classes because I could not afford it. And so I'd be hopped up on pre-workout, trying to manifest this role as a soul cycle instructor. I'd have my phone and I would say, my name is Krista Williams and I'm a soul cycle instructor. My name is so lame, like a psycho weirdo. And I tried my best. I had my audition, which I didn't get at soul cycle. And eventually it led me to Lindsay because we know that Lindsay was a soul cycle instructor herself. So although that path didn't lead me to where I was meant to be. It didn't lead me to my purpose, to my end. It eventually led me to Lindsay. And that was the most beautiful offering for me because there's no way I could be a soul cycle instructor right now. There's just no way. <laughs> the body couldn't do it. The skin couldn't do it. And that has been one of the most beautiful, you know, weavings of our life. Truly. You know, it's one of those things that we look back on that time in New York and we're like, whoa, Okay. So we were in New York at the same time. We were connected through SoulCycle. New York had those roots. And then we're like, wait, our Sean and Justin knew each other before we even knew each other. So you're like, these just like divine weavings are kind of undeniable when we think about like the beginnings of our relationship. And Justin's my ex, by the way. So they knew each other before. And I'll never forget a few times ago I was in New York City was when I got engaged. And that was the week that I reconnected with Sean. Yes. Uh-huh. And then when I got married. Mm -hmm. I moved to New York. Yes. <laughs> and then when I decided to go on a trial separation 
I got married. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then when I, my ex-husband moved out of my apartment. I got pregnant. Yes. <laughs> so it's a vibe. And the cherry on top, the place that I had my divorce finalized conversation is. Was where I got engaged. Yeah. So crazy. Yes. And this bitch wore this dress too. You're rehearsed. Yes. She walked in. She's like, do you remember? I'm like, bitch, where am I dress? You're reminding me of everything. So we've had this weaving this entire time that has been so incredibly powerful. And it's something that I look back at and I'm just so in awe by. And, you know, you hear the comparison of like Lindsay's like going up. It's like she finds her person. She has a baby. She's moving to New York and mine's like things are blowing up. <laughs> like, like, why is it getting worse? But actually, it's not getting worse because when I made the commitment to have an epic life of alignment and when I made the commitment to marry my soul and marry the person that's really meant for me. I had to divorce the inauthentic parts of me. And that meant leaving the relationship that I was in. That meant moving on. So although it seems like it's getting worse, it's actually getting so much better. And we have to have change to have the real change that we want in our life. And I've been so inspired by our weaving. I'm so excited by our weaving. And it's just really taught me so much about the container of friendship. So I'm sure all of you have deep friendships. And I consider my relationship with Krista as such a portal for manifestation in such a big way to be able to just hold one another, to witness one another as we move through life, whether it is an up or a down or a zigzag or whatever way. I see myself and her and vice versa. We are able to be truly happy and enjoy for when things are joyful and be truly in witness and support when things aren't so great. And I just think in our relationships, we have such an opportunity. Sometimes we compare ourselves. Sometimes, you know, all of those ego and mind things come up. But we have such an opportunity to be in our hearts in relationship, which is really how we manifest is from the heart. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.